in because it's time for another episode of Outwatch, a Survivor Rewatch podcast. My name is Alex, your host and guide, currently recovering from the COVID-19 virus. <laughs> Thanks for joining us as we uh, recap, rewatch, and react to past seasons of Survivor. Uh, we are nearing the completion of Survivor Micronesia, its 16th season. Today we're talking about the 12th episode titled I'm Gonna Fix Her. Um, it's been back to back to back to back bangers here in the tail end of Micronesia and today keeps up the trend. So whether you are watching for the first time, rewatching yourself or rem- reminiscing on past seasons, we are glad that you are joining us. But I am just one quarter of the Outwatch crew. So it's time you meet the rest of the squad. Scott, welcome to Outwatch. Hello, everyone. Scott, this is uh, the first true full episode where we see the Black Widow Brigade fully formed um, in the height of their powers, which is, of course, a great uh, Survivor nickname for an alliance. And it made me think... If we could come up with any nicknames for other Survivor alliances that we have seen in our rewatch journey, did any come to mind for you? So we we kind of named this one already. Well, an episode named this one too. It's Cops R Us. Yeah, it was. I forgot that was the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Between Tony and I call her Cop Sarah, Officer Cop Sarah, Sarah. Yeah, Cop Sarah. Um, it's a great Tony, one. Tony may or may not be a cop. I still hey. don't know if he is or not. I got a secret. I'm not a cop. Not a cop. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> Cops are us. One of the also one of the rare survivor alliances that has like a multi season arc, like. We've talked about here. Here come if you are uninterested in being spoiled on other seasons of Survivor that we've not yet talked about. Skip ahead two minutes. Okay, there was your warning. Tony and Sarah both play in Survivor Game Changers, and they are on the same tribe. And so Cops R Us comes back for that season, and then uh, we're not going to watch Survivor Game Changers. We've talked about this many times. Sarah wins that season. And so then both of them come back for Survivor Winners at War, where Cops R Us is back again. And so you've got this three season Cops R Us arc. It's it's awesome. Wow. <laughs> One day That's maybe we'll watch Survivor Season 40, Winners at War. Uh Adam, welcome to Outwatch. So good to be here. Alliance nicknames. What you got? 
So uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure you would call the trio an alliance. I at least need the third one in here. But Amanda, Todd, and Courtney. Yes. We can call them the cave crew. Because <laughs> word on the street is they love the cave. Yeah. There's no talking in the cave. No. It's, a, it's the best thing that they've got going on. Hold on. I'm, <laughs> I'm getting there. One might say it's the best thing happening. Yeah. Um, um, why am I so bad at finding these? Finding things? our obscure survivor references on your soundboard. <laughs> Ooh, challenges. Yay, feast. That's not it, but this here it is. <laughs> the cave is the best thing I have right now. The cave is my happy place. What I don't like is when everyone and their damn mother decides that they like the cave too. It's like, you know, PG comes sidling up in there. And I'm like... I'm gonna kill you. And then you wanna start talking about si- No, get out of here. Get out, no talking in the cave. <laughs> More Courtney mm-hmm. Yates on our television, please. <laughs> Amazing. I, like, she should have gotten her own reality TV show spinoff. Yeah. Like, she's yeah. so good. She's so funny. She does come back for Heroes vs. Villains, which we will watch shortly, no doubt. Yes. Uh, Emily, welcome to At Watch. Thanks for having me. Any alliance nicknames that you thought of? No, but I have a, a seed of a thought. Okay. So, uh, post recording, Alex mentioned Jay and Adam from Millennials versus Gen X. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's something there. I'm trying to think of like a Disney movie. Mm. Some, some, is there something there? There's like, because their relationship is like, one of them is cool. One of them is trying really hard, and yeah. then they become friends. Yeah, Teen Wolf. Teen okay. Wolf. That's, the Teen Wolf Alliance. Idea. Isn't that? But they're both. They're both the teen and the wolf. They're oh. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> that is. <laughs> we a, can keep a going. That's just the first thing. I thought we were brainstorming. I thought there were we no are, bad ideas. We, are, we, were we brainstorming. are. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> they almost have like a. Older brother, younger brother, mm-hmm. kind of like a, connection to like a Twenty One Jump life. Street. Ooh, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Actually, yeah, yeah. That man, that matches up really well. Actually. All right, that's it. <laughs> that's that is good. Thanks, team. Um, at some point, Hannah Shapiro posted something where it was she and Adam were doing something, and it was like just your favorite Survivor Jews. And <laughs> that could be their alliance. <laughs> I, Hannah is great. Yeah, she is. <laughs> um, I had some ideas. I thought that um, maybe um, Trish and LJ could be the Boston Baby Alliance. Boston Baby. Um, I, w- I was also thinking of the Todd, Amanda, Courtney of it all as maybe like um, your friendly in f- in flight staff. If you know, like we go with Todd as the um the flight attendant, and those two as uh the the rest of the flight attendant staff. <laughs> That's as far as I got. There's also you could say yeah. Tony and Wu as like the Good Luck Wu Alliance. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. Well, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no wait, wait. who was in in millennials versus gen x yeah. it was uh zeke and then the guy who played football 
Oh, Chris. Um, Chris, yeah. Chris, we could just call him the Indian play in Oklahoma, uh-huh. so we could just call him the Sooners. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Sooner Alliance. That was the most unlikely pairing. Truly, truly. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, let's, uh, before we get much deeper into this episode, uh, remind folks what happened in this particular installment of Survivor Micronesia by taking a schloop down to tree mail. What do you say? Let's do it. Hey, go. I love a schloop. <laughs> schloop is a madman. Help us. Save us. <laughs> <laughs> Only real 90s kids will get that one. <laughs> okay, this episode starts with an ominous look at James's finger because it's running the risk of infection. Um, similarly, Shortly afterwards, Alexis busts it in the middle of the night and is now hobbling herself. And we've got a loved one's reward. Uh, It's your classic Survivor Hard Truths uh, challenge. Alexis wins this and gets to go to Jellyfish Lake with her mom and brings along Natalie and Sari, sending Amanda to exile. Shortly afterwards... James is medevaced out of nowhere. His finger has gotten infected to the point that he, much like Penner, runs a risk of losing the appendage and has to be medevaced. At Exile Island, Amanda hunts for the new idol, which is there since Jason just got voted out with it, and finds out that the idol is actually buried under the tribe flag back at their camp. Alexis's knee is getting worse but she and Natalie pitch voting Amanda while she's on exile at the immunity challenge, which is shooting an actual gun. Um, Eric wins this one back at camp. Amanda tells Parvati that the idol is there at camp and she needs her help. Um, This also comes to a head with Amanda wanting to vote Natalie, but Parvati wanting to vote Alexis. Amanda gets Eric to tell her, that he she that he's voting for her and with all this amanda is the clear target and needs to find this idol so she starts looking parvati creates a distraction and then in a rare survivor editing twist we cut to tribal without knowing if amanda has found the idol or not she's a true sitting duck everybody is talking about how she's going to be voted out and how sad it is she's playing it up And then Jeff asks if anybody's got an idol to play. And she says about that, Jeff, and pulls out the hidden immunity idol, blocks four votes successfully and sends Alexis home by a vote of two to zero. Another survivor banger this episode with another iconic Uh, Tribal Council here with Amanda pulling out this idol and playing it successfully, something that we haven't seen a whole lot of. Uh, Paired with the editing twist, it's another great episode of TV. Let's let's start with um, before we bury the lead too much. um, Alexis is voted out here kind of unceremoniously as, you know, the play really goes to Amanda. We don't think a whole lot about Alexis being at fault. But we do lose Alexis and James, um, who are medevaced. Scott, this is two more members of your tribe 
suddenly dropping like flies here. It is. That was really unfortunate. What would you like to take James first? Let's talk about James game. And other than cutting him his finger on a clamshell, what may have gone wrong for him um, this season? Talk about a real Achilles heel, right? Right. Um, I don't know. I love James. James is like one of my favorite players that we've gotten to watch. Um, his game is like, we've kind of talked about it a lot though. Like obviously the man is a, like built like a shit brick house. Like he is. <laughs> like, <laughs> like he's a tank. Yeah. Like, um, but like he does have his like drawbacks. Like we did see like in like social game situations and strategic game situations. That was where he kind of like lagged a little bit behind other people. Um, but yeah, it sucked. I hated to see him go out like an infected finger. I just feel like. Because I had Pinner too, and he went out because of an infection. Yeah. I feel like they should be able to like give them antibiotics on the show. I don't feel like that's that big of a <laughs> yeah strategic advantage. Yeah, it's like, not like you're this... getting protein from your antibiotic. I don't know, but I mean, he did have to like have surgery, so I guess that's one thing. Sure. I don't know if antibiotics would have worked fully there, but maybe they would have caught it sooner. I don't know, but. That sucked. <laughs> I think I agree with that take. I haven't considered this before, but I think if you are, if your injury is such that it can be treated while you're still in the game, that you should be able to stay in. Yeah, because like it's if, like, yeah, it's not like getting an antibiotic is going to like make him more of a challenge beast or sure. anything. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure that it's more of an insurance thing than anything just a fear of it like getting worse or whatever um yeah i'm sure it's more about insurance and like fair play or whatever well he's been out since the first episode adam so he probably doesn't really back hey this at all. get it fair play oh we we got it we got the <laughs> you uh, johnny fair play reference somebody want to talk about alexis who um is voted out um, in this this episode, as the victim of Amanda's idol play, she was on my tribe. I, yeah, I, mean, I can I, talk I, about her I, though. I, I dropped her, so I can uh, I can talk about her a bit. Um, I I really liked Alexis from the get go. I don't know that we got to see the full picture of her. I think that Alexis had a lot of um. I guess kind of like Parvati vibes from the first season that we watched with her. Like she has a lot of potential. She definitely understands the game to a degree as much as you can without ever actually having played it. Um, She was really social. Everyone really liked her. She was really strong in challenges. I, I think she was a really good player, but we just didn't quite get to see her thrive in this particular environment. Yeah. Um, you know, I I don't know how I feel about Amanda getting rid of Alexis over Natalie. Um, it, it feels a little like calling back to when Alexis and Ozzy were cuddling up and Amanda still had a bit of a grudge. But, yeah, uh, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I fully understand the logic, but I also I, I think it's kind of a toss up between the two of them for Amanda. So sure. Eh. Yeah, Alexis, I came away from this season like being really um, impressed with Alexis's game. I think that she was in like a pretty good spot here. Like mm-hmm. if 
this idol play doesn't happen. Um, I don't know if she gets to the final three because she's clearly clocked as like a jury threat. But she's in a pretty yeah. decent position. I think especially if she and Natalie like flip things last episode, she could be a presumptive um, threat here in the late game. Shame that she never came back to play again. It's, it seems like somebody that they would want back, but who knows? Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about some of the highlight moments from um, this episode. Scott, would you would you care to lead us off here? What was the hallmark moment of this episode for you? For me, it was the suspense of the idol reveal. Yeah. Because, yeah, to this point, we know if they've got the idol going into the, like, the tribal. I weirdly, I watched season 41, and they did this a lot. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, and I thought it was cool. So, I was very, like, I assumed she had it, but I was also, I, I did not know. Um, and when she played it, I was like, yes, <laughs> she did it. <laughs> I was like, talk your shit, Amanda. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm always in favor when Survivor kind of gets creative with editing like this, right? Like the show's gotten so formulaic to this point. Um from an editing perspective, like you can read so much into it that whenever they break the mold like this, I always find it to be really interesting. And yeah, like this is a different kind of suspense than what we're used to. We're usually brought in to tribal like okay, it's plan A or plan B. Which one's it going to be? This time it's like, it's Amanda, but does she have the idol? Um, and so I think that that made for an interesting and unique viewing experience. Emily, I'm curious what you thought about this um, editing tactic here. Um, yeah, no, I, I was like, there's no way. I actually said this to Adam. I was like, there's no way she does not have the idol because... I think if I were Amanda, I either try and subtly get that idol or if I'm like, oh, gosh, I can't find the idol and people are coming back. I'd be like, hey, everyone, um, the idol's under here. It's mine and I'm finding it. And now all of you know that, but it's my idol. (laughs) (laughs) There's no way you don't find the idol and get voted out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. So I I was like, I mean, if we go to tribal and everyone's like, yeah, we're not voting for Amanda because she has the idol. Then we figure out what happened. And if they all are like, yeah, Amanda's going home. Then we know what happened. Like there's no way she doesn't get that idol. Sure. Unless for some reason it's really not there, but Mm -hmm. that clue is pretty straightforward. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I, I loved this episode. I loved watching Amanda be so, it was so interesting how she came at Eric a bit and was like mm-hmm. I helped you and you aren't helping me and that's kind of shitty yeah and then she was like oh also um, I have the idol yeah. <laughs> like, that was great yeah. I loved watching that I've got this sequence queued up for us here let me let me play the idol reveal because this is one of those like yeah classic iconic hold up Jeff about that Jeff sort of situations if anybody has a hidden immunity idol and you want to play it, now would be the time to do so. About that, Jeff. I just want to say, when I told y'all I didn't have it, I didn't have it then. So I didn't lie. But I got it! <laughs> the image of her uh 
basically skipping up to Jeff, twirling the idol around um, is, yeah, just one of those like iconic images <laughs> from this season. So good. Um, yeah, Adam, what about you? What was a highlight moment from this episode? Um, I mean, I, I agree. I think tribal this episode is great. Watching Amanda like really play up everything with Eric and like all that. It just beautiful. But highlights for me, it's got to be James's dad. Yeah, <laughs> Jim yeah. Senior. Oh yeah, he's just man. That man, incredible. Loved it. Chip off the old block. <laughs> Loved every second of it. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody like uh, cut his robe. I forget who it was. Was it Natalie? It was. I think it was Natalie. It may have been Alexis. It was yeah. one of those two. It was like we're going to talk about her when you get home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was so funny. And they like, he said it so quietly that they kind of just showed his lips moving and they had the subtitles under it. But they clearly were like, this is so important. We have to show what you yeah, said. Sure. They were like, this is amazing. We have to do this. And then like when 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 he like hugs James, like James says something about him like losing a little weight. He's like, yeah, I'm trying to look like you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's so great. Love it. Yeah. James Sr. seems like a wholesome guy. Uh, Emily, what about you? What stood out for you this episode? Yeah, this was just such a good episode. Um, I hated looking at James Finger. I was really sad to see him go. Um, but I think that was the right move for him. But it was really interesting to see how that changed the gameplay. Yeah. Too. Yeah. So that was interesting. Um, I did like seeing the family members, although I have to say, usually we get a more rewarding reward. Mm-hmm. The jellyfish were really cool, but like they didn't get any food. Yeah, and they didn't show a lot after the fact. I was like, that must have been a really boring reward because we didn't hear any like good conversation or anything. Mm-hmm. So I hope they enjoyed it, but you know, it was super cool. Like that image yeah. of yeah. like all the jellyfish that'd be wild. That was beautiful. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, but not I, a lot came of it. I feel like usually at least. Like the person who wins and they choose people to come with them. Mm-hmm. Like at least there's a little bit of like strategy there or something, but it was like, no, they're just going to spend time with their family. So yeah. that was really good for them. But, you know, mm-hmm. I was kind of expecting a little bit more as a viewer. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, like I said, already loved everything with Amanda. It was great. Big episode for her, for sure. Like between finding the idol, playing the idol, um, the show that she puts on at tribal council, convincing everyone that she doesn't have it. Um, yeah. Big episode for her. Shall we go break this episode down then more fully? Let's do it. Um, let's talk a little bit more about James and his finger infection. This kind of came out of nowhere for us. We didn't really like, we didn't see him cut his himself. We just kind of hear about it um, later on. These like infection medevacs like suck because, yeah, it's like there's I don't know. It's not it's hard as a viewer because you don't see the person get hurt, really. Um, They're just like, oh, it's an infection. You got to go home. So definitely the worst survivor injury claimed more people than any other is the infection. I'm interested yeah. in what y'all think about um, how this does shake up the game. Obviously, the immediate 
change was that okay now if eric wins immunity they have to vote out a, a black widow brigade member beyond that does anybody's individual standing um get better or worse by your estimation because of james getting medevaced here <clears throat> I mean, just based off of the last individual immunity, it, it came down to James, Eric, and Amanda. So for Eric, I guess, like it's it's one less person to compete with um, for, for immunity, which is really important for him staying in the game. I, I think that it makes, I think, it, you know, like you said, it puts the Black Widow Brigade in kind of a precarious situation generally. But. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anyone really like benefits from him leaving. I think if anyone does, it's like Parvati and to a lesser extent, like Alexis and Natalie, right? Like if. I think you could see a way if James is still in the game, right? Where like Amanda, Sari, and James decide, all right, like we've got to turn things around here um, on those three. And I don't really see, and yeah, with, with James then gone, like you see Amanda really going back to Parvati and like solidifying that alliance there. I wonder if, if things look different for her and Suri if if James is still around. At least it's like a, another option. Yeah, I mean, th- th- I guess that is interesting because Amanda definitely is wary of Harvey and Alexis and Natalie. She likes James. There's a chance that she could get Eric on her side and then with Suri that gives her yeah. the, the votes to take out Alexis, Natalie, or Parvati. Yeah. So it, it probably hurts her game. And I mean, Amanda's gone this episode without that idol, so... Right. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. it, it really... It, it does... It, it makes Natalie and Alexis a bit safer and Barbity for mm-hmm. that matter, but... Yeah. Anything else from the Loved Ones Reward Challenge um, to talk through here? Amanda's sister has been on Survivor for two consecutive seasons now, just like Amanda has. <laughs> yeah. Amanda's sister said that she smelled better this time. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. It's, yeah. it's good to know that the level of stench changes when you repeat. Um. Man, you remember like how hard the conditions were in China, though? Like, it was not so surprising. Wet. That was so disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of a lot of airtime for Dr. Carolyn this season as well. This is now her second medevac. This is really all you can hope for as a survivor doctor is that you get two medevacs in one season. <laughs> the was it the reward challenge where they had to cut the rope? Yes. Yes. This is a classic How? survivor challenge, yeah. I felt so bad for the little like all versions of the players because <laughs> yeah. they had to like once they got like three questions right or they got like their rope cut three times the rope would come down and then like 
there's mm-hmm. there's little like doll version of them and it would just get like speared in the face and yeah. like destroyed and it looked very violent very violent yeah amanda had like um a real problem with the dolls getting smashed every time <laughs> i think how, how do we feel about that challenge generally mm-hmm because I, I think that's such an interesting challenge. So the way, the, way, the way the challenge was set up is everybody, all the survivors went off and they answered questionnaires where the answer was like one other survivor or one survivor. And then they came back together and Jeff asked the same questions to the group and you had to vote or you, you had to say who you thought was said the most times. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you got it right, you got to chop one of the things. Um, uh, you know, the three of them are chopped that all gets obliterated. Um, and I think that is such an interesting, I know we've seen it before in different kind of ways, but that is such an interesting challenge to like bring up things that yeah. maybe people don't want to face. But so like one of the questions was like, who thinks they're running this game, but they aren't. And everybody except for Parvati said Parvati, which is such a weird answer because she absolutely is running this game, first of all. Sure. But um, but also like I think if I think if James doesn't get medevaced and kind of undercut all of that moment, there's a real chance that like a real conversation happens as a result of that. Yeah. Also, one of the questions was like, who is most likely to be like invited over for dinner or something oh who would you never invite over for dinner or something like oh, that yeah. yeah and it was the answer was james and james it was the, the only time that when someone was the answer and they got it right it was that question and yeah. it was like james guessed himself like yeah. like oh yeah they're all gonna vote for me <laughs> like which was funny but like why would you not want to invite james over for di- like family dinner though i think they're just worried about him eating bat <laughs> That's, yeah, it's the only logic I have. Because <laughs> he's like a nice, I guess he's a, I don't know, he's not like that vulgar, I think. He's just a big dude. Huh. Maybe they're worried about how much he'll eat. Maybe I'd be he, more worried about Eric licking people's fingers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> yeah, it, the, your only issues with James is that he says something like this. What in the Nickelodeon is going on around here? <laughs> <laughs> that would suck. Oh, bitch. Oh, <laughs> oh bitch. <laughs> oh, man. Poetic justice. Yep. Um, yeah, I think with this challenge, like, I love that that part of it is so like classic survivor and I love it. The like social game game where it's like, yeah, vote on this thing about this person and how well do you estimate what everyone would say? The problem with it is that like three chops and you're out mechanic is that it's it's been fixed like it's been. I guess not fixed, figured out. Um. So basically just like the players can decide who they want to win ahead yeah. of time and then organize it to make that person win. And so there's no like, I don't know. Uh, stakes. Yeah, I think it, it would be interesting to like pair it more with like the uh, I mean, like with the Gatling gun challenge where you had to like shoot down your bottle or it's like if you get it right, you get a chance to shoot. Yeah. 
sort of thing where it's like you have to get it right and you have to do this other thing would make it a bit more like your fate's in your hands. Yeah. Sure. Um, let's talk about the Gatling gun challenge. Interesting choice. This was very, also very throwbacky to early season, like when they used to do the slingshots and stuff like this. Yeah. Um, I had a thought here too. If they really, truly were like, we don't care who wins as long as it's not Eric. Why don't they all just say, all right, everybody aim for Natalie's bottles. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to all target those bottles because it doesn't matter which one of us wins as long as it's not Eric. So we're, we've got six people doing the work that like one person's going to have to beat. Did you have this thought? Yeah. I, I wonder if that was like strictly forbidden or something, or if they really didn't care that much that he didn't, that he, if he won. Well, it's like, it's impossible to, I mean, like there's a chance that like you, miss and you accidentally hit somebody else's bottle, sure. right? So it's like it's not something you can outlaw because like proving intent that's tricky. Right. But like yeah, I don't know. I don't really know what the like I, I don't know what this is about. It was a weird challenge and I was like, yeah, very much thinking they could totally fix this. Um or like yeah, dupe the design here to get what they wanted. Uh, Eric, when he did wear the headband, though, he did have a lot of like Rambo energy going oh, on. Yeah. So it made sense that he yeah. wins this one. Um, Amanda gets back to camp. She says she's going to empty her bag. <laughs> 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 I am going to empty my bag. <laughs> so, you know, I don't have it. Um, I wanted to talk about this. So this is an interesting situation where everybody in this episode is talking about Amanda as a jury threat to win and that she everybody likes her um and that they would lose to her at final tribal we recently watched Amanda in a final tribal do pretty bad um and the interesting thing i looked this up to confirm this this was filming as china was airing so the people in this season did not see Amanda's final tribal performance oh. on TV. Hold on. Does that, does that mean they even knew who any of those people were? It's yeah. I believe it, that it started airing before it, this started filming. So they would have like seen the first few episodes of Amanda and James. Okay. There okay. I was reading Is there. Go ahead. Does that mean that Amanda had no idea that if she won China or not while playing a second season? Yeah, yeah. I, I read that the way that Amanda found out that she lost was when they contacted her to be on Micronesia. And then she realized when she got there that there were no winners there. Oh, like that everybody really else that was there wasn't a winner. And she's like, oh, shoot, I must have lost. <laughs> huh. Dang, that sucks. That's yeah, a, that's a yeah, good way well. to find out. So anyway, the question I wanted to pose here is like, are they correct in your minds as estimating Amanda as a threat to win? We saw her get to the end and lose recently. They didn't see that. But what they're seeing as maybe like a potential, I don't know, 
benefit for her sitting in front of the jury, her being generally like likable and even keel and not upsetting people is actually like one of the reasons why she wasn't a winner in China and that people were like, stand up, own your game, you know, tell us what you did. So anyway, th- th- that's my question is what do we make of everybody talking about Amanda as a threat to win? Do we think that that is true or do we think that they are miscalculating um, here? I think that there's truth to it and that she's returning. She's a returning player and they've seen her and people do like her. Somebody mentioned at tribal that she hasn't made anyone on the jury mad. Yeah. So I think that's valid, but at the same point, at the same time, rather, I think if you have to vote somebody out and someone's like, well, how about Amanda? It's like, yep, that's it. That's the one. (laughs) And it's easy to be, they were all very reverential to her because it's not personal, but somebody has to go. So I feel like, does that make sense? It's kind of like, they do think she's a good player, but also someone has to go. It's going to be her. Yeah. They like made, gave that as the reason. Yeah. Scott, what do you think? Or Adam, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead, Scott. Um, I think given the context, like this looking at this season strictly like as a standalone, I do think that she I could see where like she would be a threat to win. Absolutely. Um I think if she makes it that far, like you know, every every jury's different, you know, maybe she has she now has a season of experience, who knows? Um I mean, I would put her up there. I think at this point, it's like Parvati, her or Sari would be my pick to win. Sure. But yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and this episode probably only increases her chances, right? This is probably Amanda's best episode of the season um, between finding the idol and playing it successfully and duping everyone into believing she was, you know, shit out of luck. It's a great move. Yeah, her performance with that was is kind of we haven't really talked about yes. that super much. Like she did a great job of convincing everybody. Yeah, she did. So good. Nobody does sad pouty face like Amanda Kimmel. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. so good. I just I feel like I feel like we see this all the time where people give like, oh well, they're they're a, a final jury threat because everybody likes them as a reason and i don't think that that's ever been like played out in a final where someone wins just because they're more likable like i'm sure there are cases where like someone made it to the final who played absolutely ruthlessly and lost to someone who is more likable sure i'll be like (laughs) (laughs) spoilers for survivor uh, 34 Oh, we're not gonna watch 35? that one, are we? No. Okay. <laughs> 35, I think. But like generally speaking, it, it goes to the people who made big moves when it was opportune for them to make them. Yeah. Like and I don't understand how you're looking at this going like, well, Amanda's likable, not Harvity, who is running your game. Sure. Like, how is she not your jury threat? Like, what do you want about? Yeah, I think what they would say to that is that Parvati, like, look over there. Like, Eliza hates Parvati. Ozzy scorned by Parvati. Um, Jason. I, but even, even more so because so many of the people on that jury are favorites. 
they're people who respect the game. Sure. And like, I, I don't know. I just feel like, uh, I feel like even more so because of, because of that jury makeup, because there's so many favorites on there. It's more likely that someone who plays this game smart and cuts out people when they need to is going to win than someone who's just likable. Sure. I think that in general, like we need to give people more credit than that. Like, I think most people are capable of like putting all the emotion aside and just like deciding who played the best game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And like I said, I'm sure there are cases where like the way that the entire jury went out, just scorned everybody from that mm -hmm. person. I'm sure that's happened, but like usually when we're like debating about final jury votes, it comes down to a like, well, this person made these big moves, but this person made these really subtle moves. And can you like, can they convince sure. the jury that that was important? It's never like, well, this person pissed every single person off. Yeah. So they're not going to win. That's, that's almost never a part of our conversation even. Yeah. It's like, why is this such a thing in like the people who play survivor? What is it? The, the snake or the snakes and rats. Snakes and rats. Yep. Snakes and rats. Suhawk. And like part of Survivor is voting people out in such a way that they don't hate you when you do yeah. it. Like if you, I would argue that if you played strategically the best game, but are sitting there at the end and everyone hates you because of how you voted them out or because you, how you treated them or because it was like, personal or whatever like then you didn't play a good game of survivor you know because yeah. like managing how and you send people over there is critical and that's the thing is i don't think any of the moves that parvati has made have been like overtly personal really sure. like it's just maybe eliza she, maybe eliza <laughs> probably eliza but like even eliza she's smart enough to be like yeah no she she played a, she played the best game yeah like that was the move to get rid of me like i don't know i just i hate this like I hate how often this comes up as an excuse. And I'm sure Emily's right in that it's just sort of a like, well, one of us needs to go. Someone said Amanda. So there we go. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm all going to jump on that train. So it's not me. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just hate it as an excuse. Sure. A couple other notes here. Um, Parvati's misdirection for Amanda is <laughs> that. Um, she quote told her to go wash her armpits because she stinks. Yeah, <laughs> this killed me. It's like, could you not have thought of like a a kinder <laughs> like misdirection to give them? Like, what's Amanda doing? Oh, she stinks, so she's washing her armpits. <laughs> I want to know how often that like happens around camp, though. Yeah. Like if, yeah. if that was just such an accepted thing, is that just something that people say to each other now around camp? Like Maybe. you need to go wash your armpits. It stink. Yeah. Like possible. Mind blowing. <laughs> it works too. It, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like that's, it was yeah. so accepted. It was just, yeah, that's plausible. Like that's, that's everyone's sense. reaction. Yeah. Huh. Um, also want to talk about how James walks in with a freaking carrying his IV. <laughs> Walking up to the jury bench, carrying his IV. There's no way, no way that they were like, yeah, James, you can come sit on this jury, but only if you're hooked up to this IV for the whole time. It was like, <laughs> let's have James carry in his IVs for dramatic effect. 
Oh, I, yeah. I honestly had a thought though when he left the game I was like are we gonna have to wait until the live finale to figure out how he's doing yeah I didn't think he'd be on the jury yeah I, I was gonna ask you Alex because I, I was like I can't wait that long I was curious if we were gonna lose a jury member because yeah. of it yeah so I don't know what they had in his IV I don't know how long sure like tribal council takes to film but I think they definitely could have capped those ivs and taken like <laughs> he could have walked in with like the iv like port in and right. just not had the thing you would think so <laughs> but i don't know how long tribal takes the film it probably takes those, a, those it takes pretty those long crucial hours scott bacteria is just raging through his veins he needs <laughs> <Right. about> <laughs> stat <laughs> um i want to break down this the ultimate results of this move then. So this is kind of a joint effort here between Amanda and Parvati. Amanda and Parvati are the two that vote for Alexis. Amanda, of course, finds and plays the idol and gets that moment. But earlier we saw the two of them debating on who to vote out. And ultimately we go with Alexis, who was who Parvati wanted to vote out. Um, and so it's kind of a split move here. Um, Amanda gets the flashy part of it, but Parvati gets who she wants out. I'm interested in your breakdown of this move of whose stock rises higher, you think, um, based on these results. You mean between Amanda and Parvati, yeah. like their stock? Yeah. I think... I'm actually I, I, I don't know what Parvati is really afraid of here, but like Amanda's argument about Alexis that like, well, we can beat her whenever because she's hobbled right now. Yeah. Felt like the most reasonable argument. So it makes me think that Parvati's like stance in this is much higher. Sure. Yeah, I think that they're they're threatened by Alexis in a final tribal scenario as like a yeah, like a speaker, you know, by yeah, trade. I, I think that's fair, but at the same time, I feel like you got time to get rid of her. Sure. And she's not going to win immunity, yeah, so she's like, not what winning are you, out. What are you worried about? <laughs> like yeah. I don't know. I yeah. Yeah, especially if like Natalie's game is truly like been what we've seen like i feel like ruthless yeah i'd be worried about what natalie could pull out i mean like the way that she played jason that's a real a real concern Mm yeah yeah i don't know i see both sides i suspect that parvati thinks that she's got natalie in her pocket okay yeah i think that's fair So yeah, like it, as Amanda, do you think that she should have like pushed harder here to get her way saying like, hey, this is like my idol, you know, <laughs> I'm we need to get Nat here or whatever. I don't know. I don't know if it really matters ultimately. Right. Yeah. And what what she does gain oh, yeah, is yeah. like a this is a, a reunifying move for Parvati and Amanda, they yeah. work together on this and are, you know, back to being good. 
Well, Suri basically told them like, you don't have the numbers, so I'm not going to vote with you because I'm not drawing rocks for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which means that like, as long as Amanda and Harvey are tight, they could pull Suri into whatever they want to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was another I, I interesting like, part of this was the Suri of it all. I, I think that I, I think of that, that like, I don't know. I really, I don't know that Amanda needed to push any harder. I agree. I don't know that it really matters all that much at the end of the day for beyond. You could probably make an argument that Natalie won't be better in front of the jury if she made it to the final, but like, sure. Which is what poverty was saying. I don't know. Yeah. I genuinely, this feels like something that like, we will only actually know if this matters. But in the finals. Yeah. Yeah. Because we know that, like, we can probably assume that Natalie and Alexis, neither one, are probably gonna win. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. Just stock watching here. Natalie had her chance. Yeah, <laughs> but she blew it. Missed it. What I'm saying, you get too comfortable, and you're at the bottom. Uh, shall we move on to our fantasy update? Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. R- rough week here for Scott's tribe, losing both James and Alexis. Um, but Scott, you will pull twenty points in the meantime between, um, well, James named this episode and, um, Alexis. How did Alexis get her points? Did she win the reward? She won the reward. Yeah. By not having her thing chopped. And, and then Amanda he- found an idol. Yeah, and Amanda found an idol. Huge week for Amanda. So, uh, 30, yeah, 30 points for Scott this week. Uh, 15 for Emily's tribe between Suri and Parv. And 25 from Adam between another big episode for Eric. And 5 for Natalie. So, now our scores look like in third place with 470 is Adam's tribe. In second with 635 is Emily's. And pulling ahead is Scott's tribe with 700. Let's take a look here as we approach um, the end game. We've got one more episode and then the finale. Um, Scott, you're sitting with just Amanda, but a sizable 65 point lead. Emily's got Suri and Parv, Adam with Eric and Natalie. Uh, how's everyone feeling about their shot? Scott, would you care to go first? <laughs> Um, I don't feel great, even with the little bit of lead I have. Um, because I don't know if Amanda wins. I feel like Emily has the winner, so I feel like at this point Emily's in like the catbird seat. Uh. You think so? You, you don't think you're the winner. Who do you think the winner is? I think poverty wins, personally. See, that's what I was looking at our um, our teams, and I could totally see poverty winning. But after this episode, I just kind of wonder what Amanda's shots are. You know, because she's um, like, I th- I don't know. I just think because we t- we kind of talked about this in the last season. She was just like the quiet player, and she had such a good game, but nobody could like really see that. We talked about that all the time. I wonder if people would see that more in this season. I, think, I don't know. 
I, I, I think that Parvati is a really good chance of winning. I agree with Scott there, but at the same time, I think this is an interesting opportunity if Amanda wants to take it to chop Parvati out of the game. Um, like, I think she could maneuver that, and then that really just puts her in the, uh, in, in the driver's seat. Yeah, she just needs to take her shot like Natalie didn't do. For real. <laughs> That's all I'm here for. For someone to take their shot, finally. So, is there, is there a reality where Eric or Natalie wins and Adam comes back and beats us? No. <laughs> First of all, there's, there's, there's like 90 points up for grabs in the final vote, and I'm down by like 230 yeah, points. Like, it's, <laughs> I am mathematically eliminated from this game. <laughs> Emily, how you're within striking distance still, and now you have um, one more member than Scott. Both Sari and Parvati are definite front runners. Of course, Amanda is as well. I'm I'm curious how you feel coming in here to the the home stretch. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I do think Amanda totally has a shot of winning this. In terms of my chances, though, like. We are looking at me having more likely players and two of them on my team. But, you know, I've never won and I don't want to presume anything (laughs) because I might curse myself in this already predestined game. Would you would you describe yourself as superstitious or just a little stitious? I'm super until until I win. I'm super (laughs) (laughs) highly stitious. Yeah, I'm highly stitious. Um, I'm excited for the prize. It's going to be a prize pack. Um, I've decided for this one because, yeah, there's the the Will Lie for Food hat, which Adam found early on, which is great. I forgot about that. (laughs) There's just like so many iconic things from the season. Like I have to like I've I found like a it's an effing stick sticker. (laughs) <laughs> um, Amazing. there's like <laughs> there's like some black Brit- black widow brigade paraphernalia that like has to happen um it's just a yeah it's just an all-time season so we've got to doc yeah we've got to remember it well enough um shall we round things out here by awarding our goats and participation trophies Emily, would would you like to lead us off? Uh, Yeah, obviously Amanda's the goat. For sure. She killed it. And honestly, ooh, I don't know about participation trophy. Um, I think I want to change. Sometimes we like alter a bit what participation means. That's fine, yeah. So I feel... Like, I want to give it to Alexis. Sure. Because she really tried and like she was really working through this injury. And she just got voted off. Like, it's just it happens. Kind of how it was. Yeah. You know? She oh. just, she did what she could, but. Almost every single person was, gets voted out. So. Yeah. Yep. She did what what she could, but what she could do was participate. <laughs> Adam, what about you? Uh, yeah, I mean, Amanda's definitely my goat this week. I just incredible upset from Amanda. Um, 
I think I want to give Eric my participation trophy. Yeah. I think Alexis is an interesting choice, but like Eric took a beating from Amanda at a tribal really put him on the back foot. If he goes in front of the jury for final tribal, like just, yeah, I, I, he was just torn to shreds. So I, yeah, we didn't really yeah. talk about Eric this episode, but he also earlier that episode goes to Amanda and's like Amanda's like, "Who are you voting for?" And Eric's like, "Probably you," which just like isn't good. <laughs> it's, yeah. not, it's not a good move. He, he's like he's like cagey about it, and then Amanda's like, "Just tell me if you, you just tell me before if you're gonna vote for me." And he's yeah. like, "I'm probably gonna vote for you." <laughs> it's yeah. just like the most like no, it's worse than. What's her name going up to Jeremiah and saying, I'm sorry, I can't vote with you. <laughs> Jeffra. <laughs> Jeffra. Like, oh, yeah, that's all right. I understand. It's okay. <laughs> Scott, goats and participations. Um, Amanda is the goat. Just my goat. Just for all the reasons everyone has already kind of laid out. Yeah. Great episode from her. I, uh, I fangirled when she played her immunity idol. Mm-hmm. Um, Participation trophy. Um, I have a hard time with this. I'm going to give it to... I'll give it to Eric, too. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that makes sense. I'm going to ditto that. This is the Amanda Kimmel episode. Um, And Eric, not a good episode for him. Uh, Honorable mention, though, to Parvati because she gets... Yeah. What's the what's the doctor's name? Doctor um, Carolyn is is the goat for this episode. Yeah. She's the goat. <laughs> no, she's taking she's taking two people out of this game. She's not the goat. <laughs> she's got more more to her name than some people who make it all the way to the end of the game. Freaking uh, gangrene. That's the, that's the goat. <laughs> Oh, thanks for listening to this episode of Outwatch. <laughs> Next time on Outwatch, we will continue our Survivor Micronesia rewatch with the 13th episode, another absolute classic episode titled If It Smells Like a Rat, Give It Cheese. Thanks for listening, and we will see you next time. 